You're listening to Marketing News Canada, Canada's number one show featuring the brightest minds in marketing, PR, and digital advertising. Welcome to another episode of Marketing News Canada. It is a thrill and a privilege to introduce you to John, who is the president and CEO of the Canadian Marketing Association. Prior to joining the CMA, John spent more than 20 years as a senior executive in the financial services sector. His core strengths include product design, branding, promotions, and communication. And John is renowned for using a combination of diplomacy, very hard word to say, tenacious leadership, strong core values, and objective decision-making to deliver results and meet business objectives. While his passion is marketing, helping his team achieve success in his life is his biggest commitment. So, John, thank you for being here. Thank you, Darren. Great to be with you today. For those that are listening that still don't know what CMA is quite yet, what is the CMA, kind of in a nutshell? A lot of associations out there, but what's what's CMA do specifically? The Canadian Marketing Association has been around for a number of years. Its roots are in digital marketing or before that, direct mail, but it covers all aspects of marketing in Canada. It is Canada's marketing profession. It's a big umbrella, big tent association, and therefore has a, a very wide array of creative agencies and big brands and small service firms and data firms. And so it, it's a whole world of marketing in a nutshell. And what we do really is there's three areas within our strategies. We do work within the advocacy area, and we actually try to influence government to put together good legislation, regulation to improve the, uh, the environment for marketers. We're involved in standards, which is really all about learning, but also about our code of conduct. And it's really very much focused on making sure that marketing is a profession and has some prescribed aspects to it. It's not just creative. It's it's very fundamental to the success of businesses. And the third area is really community. It's the association part of the Canadian Marketing Association. It's really about those connections, those ability for marketers particularly in these times, to find a way of learning from each other. Marketers are very social creatures, and and they, they need to rub into, bump into other people in order to develop their careers and give themselves the right perspective moving forward. So those are the areas. Our purpose is really to embolden the Canadian marketer to make a definite, pronounced impact on the success of businesses in Canada. That's incredible. That is, that is a great uh, life calling job career that you get to be a part of. That is very cool. Hey, one exciting thing that I know today all over LinkedIn, the judges are announcing yeah. that they're, they're jury members for an upcoming award show. So it's something else you guys do. You, you host an award show. Yeah, and that really fits into our community aspect. For, so for last year, usually you will get around 1,200 people out to this one event every November. It's the Christmas party or the holiday party or the celebration at year end for a lot of the marketing companies and brand companies and agencies. Historically, we've gotten together in person and last year and this year will be virtual, but we still, we had over 1,500 participants last year and it's really the event of the year for marketing, I, I believe anyways. That's amazing. And, and multiple awards that people can apply for, correct? Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. No, so the, 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 uh, the application process is now open. It's closing, I think, in another two weeks or so. So far, the applications are coming in, you know, at around 30% higher than last year. So okay. uh, it's very, uh, I think it has to do with recovery, people moving out of the 
the health situation. So we're really excited about that. And we're our judges. There's over there's over 300 judges uh, that, wow. are, that have been kind of uh, who have applied for this role, have been accepted, and are now doing their their work. And the judges cover such a wide range of different types of people, good diversity characteristics, and I think it's really amazing that so many people want to be involved with the CMA Awards. So that's wonderful. That's amazing. And one thing I saw too, a survey is going around right now. And and not only is the CMA logo there, but there's a bunch of other association logos there. ICA, you name the acronym, it's there. Tell me about what it's been like teaming up with other associations to, for the goodness of our industry. Yeah, I'm not sure that survey is with the CMA. Um, I I know the ICA and the, uh, a couple of other associations are doing something on diversity. We, we actually did that research about six months ago. Okay. Which is great. The, the more work on that, the better. We have been very focused on teaming up with a number of different associations. We have a great partnership, for instance, with the AMA Toronto, where oh, nice. we share information with each other. We, we serve a different clientele. And yeah. so that works really well together. And, you know, from an advocacy perspective, we're, 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 we're leading the charge on the whole issue around the privacy legislation that was tabled before Parliament, and we've got the Retail Council, the King Business, various high-level associations that we we connect with because we can make a bigger argument when we deal with more associations covering different types of commerce. And I think what was it? I think his name was Zach, where he would say, you know, we're all in this together. Do do do. Right, a little High School Musical. Yeah, yeah, you know what? We and, and we're, we're not in competition with anyone. Yeah. Uh, we're we're really there to we're not for profit. I mean, by definition, we're not in competition with anyone. We're here to make the world a better place, and and we do that through community. And the and the broader the community that we can have, the better that we can make a difference. So the more that our voice can resonate, and the more that we can get that that synergistic output from the work that we do. That's amazing. And, and I recently we wrote a piece about it on Marketing News Canada, but Western Canada. You've now got a focus yeah. group or a, a group focusing on what does it look like to have a, a CMA presence out west. Yeah. So historically, if you go back a number of years, there were CMA offices in a number of the cities. And because for whatever reason, that didn't stand the test of time. We are the Canadian Marketing Association. We're not the Toronto Marketing Association. And there are some fantastic marketers, fantastic marketers across this country. I tend to live myself in Winnipeg and I have residents in Toronto as well. But I know that there's great marketers across this country. And so we need to Make sure that we hear from all of them. During the pandemic, a number of our program offerings uh, were already virtual, so they became known, and, and, and there's a very, very good pickup across Canada on them. But we started to launch what we call forums, where we involve members and non-members in a local geography to look at the needs of that area. So the, the Vancouver, or I think we call it the BC Forum, it's Canadian Marketing Association Forum, it's just that. It's... It's really a group of people getting together and doing more than socializing. They're actually, you know, coming up with ideas to make make the environment uh, for marketing good within that local area. We have another one planned this year in another part of Canada. I can't announce that yet, but but I think it's something we'll continue to develop as time goes on. John, that's so cool. And tell me more about you know, someone is on the fence right now. They're they're thinking of joining an association. Maybe they were a member of an association years ago, whether it was CPRS, IABC. There's so many. And they're on the fence about CMA. What's the biggest reason to join right now? What are they going to get out of it for themselves personally and for their own 
kind of person, you know, professional development as well. Yeah, The best way for me to answer that is the number of new members that have come on in the last two years, even during the pandemic, we've been overwhelmed. They are looking for those three things I talked about before. They're looking for standards of professional development for their marketers. There's some people that was 200, 250 marketers on staff or even five or 10 marketers on staff. It doesn't really matter. They, They want to be able to say, where are my marketing professionals vis-a-vis some standard or the rest of Canada. And so we really play that role in a big way for them. We have a number of programs that we we will run. We'll come in and do some consulting with the member company to say, here's your gaps and how can we fill the gaps? You know, we have our chartered marketer designation. Yeah. Tell me about that because there's a CPA designation for accountants. Like lawyers have the bar they have to pass, right? To, you know, become a lawyer, a practicing lawyer. But tell me about the the marketing designation. Yeah. So the chartered marketer designation was something I was on the board and I came in to be the CEO at the time when another CEO was leaving. And my job was to develop this chartered marketer designation. And I have a history in developing intangible products in the financial services arena. This is not a lot different than that. And so we went to work to create the chartered marketer designation. It's really a designation that links marketing to business success. It's a leadership designation. So you can be a marketer without having your chartered marketer. If you want to lead in marketing, you should have it. You know, we, and we have around three, three to 400 chartered marketers already out there. And we're graduate new classes as as time goes on. But we believe that it will be something that will be asked in an interview for certain marketing leadership roles moving forward. They say, do you have your charter marketer or something like it? And that would be part of the the litmus tests for people to say, hey, do they have the standards that we need for them to lead marketing within our organization? That's incredible. And will it be like the CPA and other ones where they have to get certain amounts of professional development points every year to keep it up? Yeah, it's a lifetime. It's a career type of a commitment. I'm a charter marketer and every year I have to do a certain amount of professional development. Listen to your shows or you read great marketing books that are current or actually deliver and lead marketing learning opportunities as well. And so there's something that you need to keep up to speed and keep up to date to continue to hold your charter marketer designation. That's really cool. So, John, I, I love that you are so excited about seeing maturity in our industry with, with this yeah. designation. That's very cool. Very cool. And, and are you seeing the pickup? Like, are you, are you seeing the excitement towards us of saying, okay, we, you know, we've always been quite relaxed or it's a lot of artists and creatives that are in this field, but now you're saying, Hey, we should get more organized. We should create designations. Tell me about that process. Yeah. So, I mean, leading into it, there was a widespread, we didn't do it without doing any research. When yeah. you, when you talk to marketers, by and large, 80, 90% of them will agree that professional designations are important to set the standard. And I think in some people's minds, if you go back into time, the marketing was looked upon as a creative, artistic type of expression, uh, as opposed to something that drives the revenue. And it has a huge impact on expenses as well. So it's fundamental in these in these days, uh, particularly as everything goes digital, it's fundamental to the success of businesses to have people marketing, which is just communicating the, the good parts of their features and benefits of their products to an audience that is curated and is, is ready to buy those things. So it's as simple as that, but there's a lot that goes into it. And this chartered marketer designation deals with not just the hard skills associated with getting that done, but with the soft skills about being effective even within organizations and across organizations. 
That's amazing. So how, how long does it take for someone to get it if they, they, they signed up tomorrow? Yeah, you, you can do it at your own pace, but it generally is two to three years takes to get it complete. And there's a summit program, and that's where the big, uh, the hard, the hard part of the whole program is really in that summit program because we're we're taking all the comprehensive information and skills that you've learned and put it to the test in a close to real way as possible. It's amazing, and for you, you have this incredible vantage point of this national role, and you, and you got yeah. got this great finger on the pulse of what's happening. What are you seeing coming down the pipe? What what are something that marketers should be on the lookout for and uh, be aware of? Trend-wise, I see more opportunities than than uh, things to fear. I mean, I, I think Canada is a it's a fantastic nation. We opened our eyes to some of our dark past and and things that we didn't realize were really happening. And so I know that there's that there's this kind of internal view that all Canadians are having right now in terms of the, some of the dark parts of our past. But you know, as, as a nation, we're kind. We're service-oriented. We are up to speed. We are well equipped from a technology perspective and we're diverse, more diverse than other places. And I see Canada can be a fantastic test market for the world because of it, because of the nature of, of what we have already, you know, right at our fingertips. Um, so I think there's that. I think we, we should be, be more and more opportunistic. I know that from a technology perspective, certainly people are seeing Canada as being very technologically enabled, which I think is wonderful. And then I guess at an individual marketer level, you know, you got to keep up to speed. I mean, some parts of marketing, as you know, Darian, haven't changed at all. The strategy behind marketing is is very much the same as it was 30 years ago, 40 years ago, 100 years ago, probably. But the tactical aspect of marketing is changing at the speed of light. And and so you can't sit back and, and, and be lazy. You need to, as a marketer, you need to keep up to speed on all those things and not fake it. Because you can't you can't fake it for very long. So even as senior marketers, you know, they're, some of their biggest fears are that they're not keeping pace. And, and I think you have to keep pace. And so we have so many great opportunities to keep pace, uh, including ongoing education, ongoing networking and, and ways of, of making sure that uh, you, you're connected and, and learning all the new tactical approaches as they emerge. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies, we keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success.
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's amazing. And looking at the traditional marketing schools out there and universities and colleges that have these programs, do you see it kind of marry well with the designation where it's, okay, get your, say, bachelor's and then get the designation to kind of tag on? You know, I think so. And, and we, have, we have some prerequisite requirements before you get into the chart market, which would include business and marketing courses at universities. I think nice. the thing that makes our approach supplemental to universities, now, you, as you talk to university professors, they say everything they do is based on science. And so sometimes the craft of marketing is a little ahead of the actual research behind it. And so, you know, the, the whole notion of being contemporary and using contemporary instructors and using contemporary learning management systems, I think puts us ahead of some of the universities on the on the practical manifestation of marketing versus you know some of the science that comes behind it. The universities are great for saying that foundation. And I think you may need to grow from that foundation and, and do something like a designation on top of that just to make sure that you can be effective. And you know, we're we're getting the testimonials from these, some of these younger people that are coming up with a chart marketer and they, and they say things like, I didn't know what I didn't know. And, and yeah. now that I know, I'm way more effective within my own organization in terms of having the conversations, asking intelligent questions and, and taking on larger projects than I normally would have without this designation. Wow, that's that's amazing. Uh, John, what are you excited about these days as far as like maybe a campaign that's run recently or an agency that's been doing something cool or a brand that's doing something cool? I know you can't say who your favorite child is, but maybe just something yeah. that you saw recently that was like, wow, that was so cool. And that's what one of our CMA members did. You know, where I get a lot of my energy from is we have councils within the CMA and and with, and we have around I think nine or ten now, and they and they're they're either functional like branding or insights or something like that or Martech, or they're B two B or not for profit. We just launched one that we introduced one uh, called the Creative Council, which is has half the members from creative agency, half the members from brands. We we need to look at how we can do work better and how we can respect each other and, and what our needs are. And so there's a lot of good work to be done on that. It's that entrepreneurial volunteerism where there's 200 people on a regular basis meeting. To me, that charges me up. It's not one agency or the other or whatever. It's really just the energy that you see that we ran a couple of things we call Thought Leaders Connected, where, where we everyone from every council is on the screen and we're, we're engaged in collaborative discussion about what the, what are the key business trends coming up, what are the key consumer trends where the key marketing trends or technology trends are they're emerging and and the discussion was so rich that that's i think that the lifeblood of this of the cma the lifeblood of the association is really that association it's not about the, the cma itself it's about the cma's diaspora and membership and, and and emboldening them to do more work so we're like an enabler to a lot of that activity amazing. Johnny, feeling ready for a rapid fire round here? Sure. This is awesome. Okay. What was your first job you ever had? I was a London free press paper boy. 
Nice. That is awesome. And I was actually the ad on the ad to recruit. I don't know why they thought my face would do it, but to recruit additional London Free Press paper boys. So I'm the poster boy of paper boys, the paper girls out there from time gone by. But that business is not what it used to be. No, no. Well, that's that's very cool. It's like more of the internet before the internet. It was a newspaper, right? Yeah. But, uh, but that, that got up at six a.m. or five thirty a.m. Wow. every morning in the snow and whatever. So yeah, no, that was my first job. That's very cool. Very cool. Are you a night owl or an early bird? I'm an early bird. You know, I'm usually up before six. Um, okay. And I I fall asleep around nine or ten, yep. regardless of where I am, what I'm doing. Yep. Nice. Um, cat or dog person. Oh, dogs. No, for nice. sure. We have a, a little Westie, white, uh, a, a little Westie terrier. Oh, and my cool. children have really disappointed me because I have two daughters yep. and they both got cats. And I, okay. I still to this day have not been able to figure out okay. what they see, but they like them. So that's okay. fine. Good for them. But I'm a dog uh, person through and through. That's awesome. What is the first thing you ever marketed? Yeah, I know. It, it, that's a good question. And I started out while I went to Ivy in 1985, I graduated, yeah. uh, and, and I was involved in what they call small business consulting. Nice. And so I got the opportunity at an early age to actually work on a number of initiatives for different clients in terms of marketing and business consulting. Yeah. One in particular, I remember we were working with a major franchisee for Swiss Chalet and Arby's, nice. and yeah. I did a lot of research for him and went and tried their ribs in all the different restaurants. Yeah is a mystery shopper. And I really still enjoy that. If, if anyone has any jobs around that area for me, I'd be glad to take them on. That is awesome. Yeah, but that's kind of, I, I, I think, and then we did our business projects and stuff out of that as well. So that yep. was the first thing I got involved. Oh, that's awesome. Um, dark or milk chocolate? Dark. Yeah. No, nice. milk chocolate has no reason for existence. Okay. I don't think okay. my wife would agree with that too. Okay. Um, <laughs> favorite word right now. You, you, you know, the, the, the word I think a lot about these days is diversity. And, yeah. and, you know, it's, I don't know if it's my favorite word. It's certainly something that my eyes are becoming more and more open to okay. and the need for change around the area of diversity yeah. and, and the power of diversity and the benefits yeah. of diversity are, yeah. are just awakening, uh, you know, in my mind. That's probably where I go first. In the lightning round, I might come think, think of a harder word later. No, no, that's great. That's a great word, though. Um, yeah. What is the last charity you supported financially or with time and why? Yeah, so I'm on the board of a charity called uh, Frontier College, which isn't a college and not on the frontiers. But what it does do is it provides leadership in literacy and literacy development for marginalized communities. And I give to, to that endeavor, but I also serve and help them on the board from a marketing perspective and a business perspective. They do amazing work in partnership uh, with a lot of different groups. And uh, it's something that uh, literacy is a passion. Obviously, I love reading. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm a writer. Uh, and But it's also, uh, you know, I think around that whole notion of how do you partner to make things yeah. better? Yeah. Um, yeah. Amazing. Well, what's a movie you can watch over and over and over again? You know, I'm going to make myself really look old, but if you haven't done it, go watch Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. I think okay. that is the quintessential movie. John Candy is amazing yep. Canadian, yep. Uh, amazing um, self-deprecating individual like we should all be in Canada with this weather we have to live through. But you know, I, I still enjoy watching that movie time and time again. That is awesome. What is your favorite song or album on repeat right now? 
Oh man, I am a Spotify lover, but my wife also uses it. And so I get a whole mishmash of songs that I would rather not choose myself. But I do like a lot of, I'm, I'm a Chicago fan. Okay. I played the trombone a, yeah. in high school and okay. fell in love with Chicago by then. And they're still very contemporary today. Yeah. I enjoy that kind of jazz funk sound of the Chicago. That's awesome. If you weren't doing the job you do now, what would you be doing? Probably be in retirement, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You know, entrepreneurialism is something that always fascinated me. I think at yeah. some point in my life, I'll jump in and do something new. I, yeah. it's, it's creative, it's energy, it's, you know, knowing yourself, knowing your strengths, knowing who you need to work with a partner to supplement your strengths. So I think something in the entrepreneurial world, I, I'm the type of person that, you know, keeps their eyes open and doesn't have, I want to do something in this particular area, but something that, that I can have some fun at and help the world a little bit too, I think as well. That's cool. What is an app on your phone you can't live without? My text yeah. app, probably. Yeah, nice, like, nice. 24 yeah. 7 and it drives everyone around me crazy but uh i, I need to be connected that's an easy answer and, and skip i mean i think I, yeah a plug for one of our members skip the dishes oh uh, I mean, to be able to touch your phone three times and end oh. up half an hour later with i had bogo ghee today for lunch you know it's like that's great yeah no it was right we did a picnic last night and we had chopped leaf and chicken strips brought to the park right they yeah. brought it to the actual park it was amazing we didn't have to leave with our kids it was so nice it's great favorite children's book yeah the berenstain's bears but i'm wow. like I'm, and i'm a grandfather right so that yep. i go back to those old books i probably read to my children oh they're great they're great ebook yeah, i love that ebook i still use it with my granddaughter so that's great that's awesome. Best thing you ever bought for under $10? Hmm. Yeah, that's tough. I probably go to consumables. Yeah, uh, yep. I've had some great meals and you okay. can get some great meals in, in, in downtown Toronto still for a relatively yep. low cost that yep. they're nourishing. I, when I was, uh, I was working out of downtown Toronto, you know, during the weeks and I, I found my favorite haunts. So that'd probably be yep. the answer. That's awesome. What's the most important thing you've ever changed your mind about? I think doing something like coming to a different type of role, having an association, as an example, after a year working for large companies, uh, was certainly is going to be, when I look back on the time in, in the future, will be a real joy. And just any ability that you can actually reach out with confidence, talk to anyone that you want in the marketing community. And I know you have a little bit of that too, Darian, going in, in what you do. And I, I just think that that lack of fear yeah. to, to just do, do that and, and switch careers, uh, you know, I, I think that's probably the best decision I had to make my, my mind up on. Take some thinking and you don't want to make a misstep, but I, I think taking chances is what life is all about. Yeah, that's great. That's really cool. Business or marketing book you'd recommend? And you probably have more than one, but if you can maybe give us three, your three best yeah. marketing books that everyone should read. Yeah. So, you know, all professions are based on a science and, you know, and marketing is based on the science on psychology and sociology. I'd say 80% psychology, 20% sociology. There's a book called Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Kahneman. It's a hard one to get through. He's got a new one out on variance and standard deviation. I can't think I'm re- halfway through it, reading it. But th- those types of books to me have always been the best books because they're based on facts. They're not, you know, this person's opinion on 
what a good brand manager looks like or acts like based on their own life experience. That's good. That's their life experience. But if you can base something on science and on psychology, I think you can't lose. And the, and the, the precepts that you learn when you do that, they stick in your mind yeah. and you can use them. I use the whole notion of thinking fast and slow is the fact that psychologically our brains have automatic <laughs> a zone and have, and, and have a, you know, a rational zone. And thinking that through and understanding what that means as a marketer means that you better be able to provoke people's rational thought processes if you're going to do an ad. Otherwise, you're wasting your money. So I think that particular book, a friend of mine at an agency I was working with told me, you have to read this if you want to be my client. Oh, wow. Uh, and, and when I did, and I, I found that that was a useful author and a useful book. That's very cool. What about any podcast that you'd recommend? I like The Daily from the New York Times. It's not necessarily my political leanings. I think it's really good. They have a lot of guests on there and, and they get a lot of different points of view. I think it's a fair podcast. That's the one I probably I listen to the most. There's probably other really, really good ones in Canada too. So I apologize to anyone that I didn't mention. That's great. How about newsletter, like an e-newsletter or a website that you go to for resources and inspiration? I'm, I'm very eclectic, so I don't have one that I, I go to. Certainly, the, you know, I, I, I give kudos to certainly uh, strategy. It's really has been there for a long time. To the test of time is a great place to go. And, you know, again, I'm, and I'm tooting my own horn, not my own horn, but the CMA's horn. But there's some really great content that comes out every Friday. Top five of, of picks that are always really, in. it's not just us writing it, it's, it's, it's member organizations writing it. Those are the two things I'd mention. I'm sure, again, there are others I'm not mentioning that are very, very valuable too. I just need to be introduced to them. No, it's great. It's great. Life hack that you'd be willing to share? Get over yourself. Yeah. I mean, nice. I, I think that that is the biggest, I'm still working on it. If you can remove yourself from your emotional framework and look down and look around and say, hey, there's a lot of other people out there who are all trying to meet their needs. You know, and the other one I would say is think we, not me. You know, if you go into a room, it's we are here to do this work together today, yeah. not me and we and the, the we, the, the they, me and they. It's, it's all about thinking about we. It's awesome. Last question, which I think is great for you. What do you think are the skills required for a new economy? So people that are coming up into the job force, yeah. what do they need to work on? Yeah, we do a lot of thinking about this. So we, we set up something called CMA Next, which is a portal for emerging marketers, marketers coming out of universities and colleges into their first jobs. And I think some of the problems that, that us older marketers have is we think the path that we took was the path that everyone should take. I don't think that's true. I think, I think you really got to do a lot more work these days because there's a lot more generalists back in, in my time as I was getting into. And now there's the specificity in marketing roles that you want to get your right start. The nice thing is that there's a lot of great research out there that you can get on and get get a hold of to, to find your way into a marketing career. I think their first job is really, really important because, you know, you think you want to be a social media person. You get there and you think it's all about great pictures and stuff. It's really about data analysis. And, and so knowing what your strengths are, I, I, I would I would really understand what you really like, what you're really good at, what your strengths are, getting a good start, a good foothold within marketing, and then being open to see where things might take you without having a definite idea about what your five-year plan is is going to be like. That's awesome. And where can people get a hold of you if they want to follow up and recommend any other resources or just to, to connect? Yeah, no, I, I, I mean, I, I love emails. Um, you know, they can reach me at uh, uh, jwilshire, W-I-L-T-S-H-I-R-E at .cma.ca or through LinkedIn. 
uh, I'm, I'm, I meet new people every day. I, I, I feel that I learn so much from it. I don't want to close my doors uh, to, to opportunities to meet new people. So yeah, reach out. I'd love to hear from. I'd love to hear from anyone in marketing. The engineers can stay over there in their own camp, and the marketers can come and talk to me anytime they want. This is great, John. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for coming on as a guest. It's been a, a you know a very exciting wait to have you here, and it's a, a real honor. Well, thanks, Darren. I really appreciate the conversation. Awesome. All right. Well, thank you for joining us this week on Marketing News Canada, and we'll see you next time on the show. Thanks for listening to Marketing News Canada. For more episodes and other great stories from Canadian marketers, visit marketingnewscanada.com. All episodes are recorded in the Jelly Marketing Studio, thanks to our producer, Chris Penner, and editors, Travis Jeffers and The Podfather. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.